since Spazies is a member of the Ministry of Retro Gaming. Yes, another bloody gaming podcast. Number 11. Starring Top Loader, Cameron Hon, and GameFed. Warning. This video contains some strong language that may offend some viewers. Sense Spaces. G'day invaders and welcome to Sense Spaces and this is yes another bloody gaming podcast and we have got with us three awesome guests. We've got Cameron Hans, how you doing? Good, how are you? Filming for a potato cam I see there. It's coming out a bit blue, yep. but we'll do our best. Uh, we've Sorry also, about that. We've also got GameFed. Now GameFed unfortunately doesn't have any video footage. We've just got a picture of a dog. Oh, it's a nice looking dog though. She's a very nice looking dog. Hi guys, how are you? <laughs> and we've also got the one and only Top Loader. How you doing? Hello, how are you going? I'm here, don't worry everyone, don't panic, I'm here, okay? Elvis has left the building, but I'm still here. And so we've got the three questions to ask the new guys, starting with Cameron yep. Hans. How you doing, Ed? Um, yeah, so your very first console and game on it. Well, my very first console experience was uh, the Sega Mega Drive, and my first game on it was nice Sonic the Hedgehog 2. Yep, and I'd often go to my cousin's place and play Sonic the Hedgehog 2, because I didn't have one back then. And I remember that when we always used to stay overnight, my sister and her cousins would sleep in different rooms, and I'd never have a room. I'd stay up all night playing Sonic 2, Sonic 1, have a lot of fun, and then that was my first console of choice in the drive. Oh, did you actually get to own it, though? Because it sounds like you were borrowing it. I did borrow it, but I didn't own it. I think my first console I ever owned must have been a bloody Super Nintendo or 64. I can't remember my first ever console that I owned, unfortunately. Oh, right. But one of my best gaming moments was the Mega Drive, and I, I, I love Mega Drive. Okay. So, um, I'd say 64 or Mega Drive 1, one of the other, I just can't remember. They're all good. Yeah. And your favourite game of all time? Hands down, my favourite game of all time is Sonic Adventure. I guess it's just because, you know, it's one of the best Sonic games I've arguably ever made. And, um, you know, that was back when they were just starting to do these 3D games and they were actually like, you know, they, they had a lot of stuff in them and like, you could do things that Sonic could normally do. All the open world exploration and stuff like that and, and the adventure stages and all those, there was so much fun, all the Chow Gardens. So Sonic Adventure for me is my favourite of all time. Uh, the soundtrack to that, I've actually got that soundtrack stuck in my head constantly. I love that. Yeah. Yeah, uh, the, the, and especially, as well as I think it was Sonic 2 where they really ramped it up a bit with the soundtrack yeah. on that game. Yeah, yeah. And plus, the music is good as well for yeah. Sonic games. Is that Mr. Yeah. Bean in the background? <laughs> <laughs> no, that's just his face. Stop, stop hating on it. <laughs> yeah, it's And um, <laughs> what game have you been playing recently? I've been playing a lot of Sea of Thieves recently. I, I, I'm on Sea of Thieves for hours. I love that game so much. I'm online, I'm on Merkel, I just play it all the time. I get up to a lot of silly nonsense in Sea of Thieves. Has that picked up since it first started? Because there was, um, you know, what they were calling it, uh, what was it, yeah. Scott, uh, Sea of... 
No Man's Land or something? No Man's yeah. Sky? No Man's Sky, that's right. Yeah, or No yeah, Man's Sea, yeah. It's definitely picked up a lot since it first came out. There was like people complaining that there's a lack of content in the game. So Rare had listened and they recently added the Hunger and Deep, which is a lot of fun. Got okay. a couple of new items from that. And they're working on two new um, story adventure modes for Sea of Thieves later in the year that look really cool. And they've been continuously updating the game and adding a whole bunch of new things in as it goes on. So definitely there is a lot of stuff. If you're still thinking about getting it, wait for a little bit longer until more of the updates come in. But there is definitely a lot of stuff coming Or you could just get the Game Pass if you're into that sort of thing yeah. and uh, just play it straight away without buying it. Uh, and I also recommend it if you just want to have something fun that you can play with your friends locally. That's a great game. Just have a dick around. And I, just... I don't have any friends. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you got us. Sad, sad. Cheer up, mate. Cheer up. So, Game Fed. Uh... Oh, we can't select you, so we're just going to have to leave it on my face. Wow. Just have the envious voice, yes. <laughs> oh, correct. So, GameFed, um, what was your very first console of choice? And I'll just So, the, the first one I bought was, um, are we going to include handhelds? Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll break it up then. So, your first uh, handheld? Uh, was the Game Boy Color. Okay, yep. First game? Yep. Nice. And, oh, Pokemon. Blue. For that, but the first console I ever like really sunk a lot of time into was the N sixty four. I did start a little bit late on, okay, because my parents didn't believe in video games for a very long I'm time. Getting that a lot. In fact, on the last podcast, uh, Battle Beast from Carbonite Gaming had the same answer actually. So. Yeah, there's a lot of parents, old school train of thought where gaming is a waste of time, so yeah. it is actually a waste you know, of time. So lucky for me, but my parents, they loved it. My parents, yeah, absolutely, they loved gaming, so I was in that rare situation where I was the opposite, but I actually like, kind of embraced it a little bit. Yeah, same here. I wish that yeah. I had parents like that. My parents were just, mm. um, did not understand gaming, they just didn't get it, didn't even... My old man was... Sorry, my old man was like uh, like a Commodore 64 nut. He like had like so many games just decked out. He just like kept get like always was getting them, mate, all the time. So we always had like the latest ones to play. It was like good time to be a child, I guess, <laughs> when your dad's like that. So um, yeah, GameFed, if you could just uh, also go on to tell me what's your favorite game of all time? Yep, um, probably the first game I ever really finished is, um, would be Kingdom Hearts. On the PlayStation. PlayStation. I got a copyright strike for playing that. That was actually one of the first. That was actually one of the first videos I did on the channel, and uh, I think it was, yeah, Kingdom Hearts one because I wanted to really get into it because um, yeah. I never played it previous to that, and I figured the channel was a good excuse to get into it and. Put the video up and got a copyright strike for the opening yeah. sequence. The but, yeah, that was awesome. Yeah. They like doing that, don't they? YouTube. I love putting giving those copyright strikes out, or you know, it's just for anybody, any excuse to give a, a copyright strike. Yeah, copyright strike for a twenty-year-old game. That's awesome. Um, <laughs> also, uh, what was the last game you played there? Uh, the last game I am well, I'm currently playing Jurassic Park, uh, Jurassic World Evolution. 
On which? On PC or? On place on PlayStation Four. Oh, okay. Is because again, what, what kind of game is that? I really know little about it. Um, it's sort of I guess look at it like a Sims game. Like Sim it's a. World? A Sim, Sims Tycoon sort of game. Okay, okay. So you're, you've you're got managing to create the park. your own park. Yeah, you create your own park, and I, I mean, you can release the dinosaurs if you really wish. So yeah, what that could they, go wrong? Yeah, I mean, yeah. They've made five movies about it, so I mean, what could go wrong? Yeah. <laughs> that, that kind of actually reminds me of Theme Park World. Yeah. Remember that? I remember Theme Park. I used to um, yeah. Theme Park World. Yeah, I used to hate that playing that when um, if your hygiene level wasn't high enough, you'd hear people bleh, bleh, all the time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and top loader. Even though you've already answered the questions, what have you been playing recently? I'll get you that one. Okay. Well, I might as well just show you. That's what we were playing last night. The night before that is Act is that, my that son's was, been away. Is that a launch title? Yeah, um, isn't that like launch window? I'm pretty sure. And I've never a really played it window. before. Window. That's a new piece of terminology. Oh, yeah. it came out around that time. I'm pretty <laughs> sure it's the launch. It could have been in the first initial five, but I'm not sure. But it was definitely that launch window, the first few months. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. So yeah. But um, because my son's been on holidays in Australia around the holidays, so he's been at his grandparents' house, and it's hard to play that game when he's around because you know he's only five years old. So it's. It's hard to explain to him, but when he's not here, I can really dive into it because it's a lot of reading and it's a lot of like, um, you know, town building. So it's something he's not really going to be interested in. So when he's away, I get to play. Nice. Okay. <laughs> and for me, I've been playing, uh, and I'll, I'll put the logo up because I can never remember the name of this silly game, which is so bad. I can't call it silly game. It is awesome. It's uh, Shining Resonance something or rather. It's a new oh, game yeah. in the Shining oh. series. Um, being given a nice little download code by my friends at Five Star. Thanks, Whoa. guys. Um, first one, buddy. Yeah, my first <laughs> yeah. one for... Actually, no, Not I kind of lied. That was my first one from a major publisher. Yeah. Raxa Games, which is like a little independent uh, developer. He has sent me uh, a code in the past, um, and he's only like a local guy, just indie yeah. starting out. Uh, and I do appreciate that. I got. I still got to get around because he's given me a code for a second game that he um, sent me, and I still haven't gotten around to putting it on the channel. <laughs> I like indie games. Yeah, they, they, it's cool to see what people are coming up with, and I do need to get back and visit that. But um, no, I've been playing that uh, shining game, and also been playing Xenoblade Chronicles uh, Two on the Switch a lot. Actually. How is that? It's like Trying to grind through that. I kind of have really bad attention span, you know, like with all this yeah. stuff in the background. <laughs> so is it a it's hard worthy to sequel? Sorry? Is it, a, is it a worthy sequel to the first one? Uh, yes, there are some aspects to it that I don't like. Um, okay, so for, I won't go into too much details, but for example, if you've got little items to pick up as you're running across <laughs> the main map, you just, in Xenoblade Chronicles 1, you just ran across it and it'll pick it up. But yeah. now they have like a stop scene where you stop and dig and then get it and then you move on. It kind of drags down the, yeah. the flow of the game. Um, yeah. But most, the, the voice acting, it annoyed a lot of people because it's got like just Scottish accents, which people didn't like. And I'm actually kind of for it because um, you get tired of hearing American accents all the time in video yeah. games. So it's good to hear something different. 
Yeah. Um, Especially get Australian accents in there too. We yeah, sound pretty good there, yeah. mate, on the game. There, there <laughs> is, an, yeah, there is a couple of Aussie accents in there that they, they come up with oh, all yeah. the Australianas, like, oh, Struth, mate, and stuff like that. You bloody know? ripper. Yeah, <laughs> which we never say. Um, never. No, never. Um, I, I think we'd better get into these questions because we have got quite a lot to get through. Uh, and oh. we've had quite a few Twitter uh, uh questions handed in so that's always pretty cool and if you are 100 if you are watching on the stream we are on twitch at the moment uh if you're watching via twitch please leave a comment we'll see if we can get you i want my first ever live question to come up that would be cool for the podcast anyway so uh we've um switched is coming out well being the last major console to come out um last last major platform i should say um, it's had a relatively big impact on the uh, on the gaming scene, but I want to know how big. Have you guys figured it's changed the landscape somewhat? Has it changed the developers and the way they approach what games they come out with uh, for their uh, development? Has anyone got any takes on this? I think that um, the perception on people, the gamers, has changed for Nintendo with the Switch because I felt like last generation people really weren't feeling the Wii U, which is unfortunate, because I thought it was actually a pretty decent console, but I think the Switch right now is what the Wii U should have been in the first place, because I think Nintendo are really starting to gain steam again with this whole Switch thing. At the moment, I think they've got a bit of a gap year going, where they've got a lot of dev, um, big game developments going on, so we're not really seeing any big hitters, but they obviously got Metroid Prime 4 coming out, but in the overall um, of it, I think that Nintendo have done well with the Switch, I think just right now, um, we're just waiting for the next big hits from them. I think that um, the game, sorry, the Wii U, um, yeah. they did axe that halfway through. and They had probably a lot of plans for the yeah. Wii U that were just, re, you know, reefed out halfway through. Um, and I honestly think that Mario Odyssey was not meant to be for the Switch. I do yeah. honestly believe that that was meant to be a uh, Wii U game. Yeah, I, I believe it. And... and Legend of Zelda uh, Breath of the Wild, that was definitely meant definitely. to be a Wii U game. Yeah. And I actually hate the fact that it was made to Switch. Reason being is that, I mean, it was a, a successful uh, Nintendo, and, and that's awesome. <laughs> but in making it uh, a Switch game, and then they just sort of ported it to the Wii U, it was kind of weird. It was originally meant to be Wii U, then they refocused it to they Switch. They did that for a Twilight Princess as well, eh? Hey? <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, 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 it's similar. The history repeating itself. And the reason why I hate the, the Wii U version, well, I don't hate, but I think that this could have been improved, the pad was meant to be a major aspect of that uh, game. Like, you were meant to have... Uh, whole aiming thing which i think you can still do to a degree but you were meant to also be able to have the map on the screen and um, yeah. with xenoblade chronicles x2 that's one of my, my uh, one of the things i love the most about that game is that oh, the okay. map is live as you're playing on the screen when you say with the aiming thing with the wii u how'd you like it in um star fox zero i still haven't gotten around to playing that yet <laughs> Um, <laughs> That's I, one of the biggest gripes with that game with me. It's like because you've got the two screens, yeah. it's annoying as, eh? I, I got a feeling yeah. that I got a feeling I might, you know, be weird enough and naturally like it. <laughs> so maybe. Well, you are weird. I'll give you that much. You are a little bit weird. Uh, <laughs> says like the guy coming, coming on yeah. screen with a yellow Pikachu hat. Yeah, awesome. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's a nice looking Pikachu hat. <laughs> uh, Cameron, what do you think about the Switch? Has it? Have you got a Switch? 
Yes, I do, and I have to agree with both you and Toploader about how the Wii U was a good console, but most of the Switch games felt like Wii U games because um, I really hate how, although the Wii, although the Switch is actually quite a successful console at the moment, with the Crash Insane Trilogy being one of the best-selling consoles on the Switch, if not the best at all, but like the number one at the moment. Um, one thing that really bugs me about the Switch at the moment is uh, all these ports, these Wii U ports being released on the Switch that could have been easily downloadable content for the Wii U games, but since they don't make the Wii U anymore, which is a shame, they've had to re-release the games on the Switch. So it's like paying a big amount of money for a single downloadable content item, like a new character or added stage or something but other than that there are still some good games that are coming out like um, Mario Tennis Aces and Smash is coming out and there's Top Lotus and Metroid Run 4 so there's still a lot of exciting things so yes it also has changed Nintendo's perspective on the console gaming market and they're more open now to work with more publishers than other people did with the Wii U so I think that they've started to catch on a lot more. Uh, GameFed have you got a take on this? Yeah, so I do own a Switch as well. Um, I do like it as a little console. I did also like the Wii U though, just like you guys said, and it was dropped fairly early and didn't get the recognition it probably deserved. Yes. <laughs> Definitely, um, 100%. <laughs> so, I think it's a, it's a hit and miss because it's not the powerhouse that the other companies have gone for. So they're bringing out your massive big games. Um, well, Dark Souls was meant to be released on the Switch and yet it's been pulled back because um, to a later date because they can't get the graphics and everything to look quite nice on the Switch's lower right. um, power. Yeah. So I think it's got a ways to go. If the bigger companies are willing to drop the graphic levels and everything like that and get it to look nice on the Switch, then I think it's got a big chance. But when they made it a lower powerhouse, I think they mm. cut their Absolutely. market a little bit. But, I mean, for Nintendo games, like, I've always stood by the statement of you buy a Nintendo console to buy Nintendo to play yeah. Nintendo games. Yeah. Absolutely. I, because, I, uh, I don't know. I think that that's been a bit of a cop-out because if you look back at the Super Nintendo days, that was not a factor. Like, it, yeah. it bought a Nintendo because um, it was trying to go toe-to-toe -to -toe with Mega Drive and, and it, it, mm. that was... To me, that the, the Super Nintendo Mega Drive era is probably the best era but of all time. Pick it, um, Pokemon sells a lot. You know, the Pokemon mm. games coming out, they sell a lot of systems. That's why DS, I reckon, <clears throat> was so successful because of Pokemon. I reckon Pokemon, in a lot of aspects, saved Nintendo on, on quite a few occasions. I would say. Mm -hmm. so and they've got Pokemon coming out again for the yeah. um, Switch. They got two coming out because they got that one's like a remake that's coming out this year, and then they got actual another main series coming out specifically for Switch. And I can tell you right now, that will be a big deal for a Switch. That will definitely be one big hit. Mm. Look at Pokemon Go, man. That like sold so people love Pokemon. I mean, look, I'm wearing a hat, but <laughs> I'm just saying that like, people love Pokemon. People, people love Pokemon. Yeah. <laughs> Bride. <laughs> I, I look, it, I, okay. Me, my take on Pokemon is I still buy the Pokemon games, but um, and I've got the uh, um, Pikachu Nintendo 64 back there. Um, I, I was kind of too old for it when it came out, and and it was kind of like kiddish. I've already said this before on the channel many times. Solid um, game though. Sorry. 
It's a solid game. Yeah, I, I understand that, but the, I don't believe that the earlier Pokemons were um, quite developed enough. I, I don't think that they were good in the way of being an RPG replacement for other games that were going around at the time. Great for kids, though. Great for, like, 10-year-olds and 15-year-olds coming up through the ranks. Okay. Um, it could be a gateway game for RPGs, Lou, because yeah. me personally, I'm not a big Final Fantasy fan. I think it might get a bit too involved for me. For yeah. me, Pokemon, those original games, because you only got to have four moves, and you have to like, delete them every time you got an extra move. And for me, that was good. That's the one I thing I hate about it. I like building up a massive I love that. Moves. But, but I love that, because it's like a gateway to RPGs for me. It's like a... It's, it's not like a full-pledged RPG, and it's like kind of like a like a casual RPG, I guess you could yeah. say. And that's what that's actually what drew me to it because it wasn't too involved. Yeah. So what I was going to say though is that uh, the Pokemon series uh, lately has really gotten complicated, like really intense. Yeah. So you you can still play it as a cat, uh, a filthy casual, um, but a filthy but, casual. Yeah. But it, it's but it's got enough complexity there to draw in other people that really want to milk those games for all it's worth. Um, I agree because you, if you, we don't get it here in Australia, but over in Japan. Pokemon is on TV every single morning on the on their they're breaking down the moves and how to uh, counteract different uh, enemies. I love that. We just don't get that That's here awesome. in Australia. It's unfortunate too because it's it's so awesome, mate. The Japanese man, they got it down. I tell you. <laughs> I don't know why the Channel Ten, the Channel Ten's complaining that they're losing they got, ratings. Um, they got, get rid of whatever it is they got on the morning and put. They got Ninja yeah. Turtles, eighties Ninja back, Turtles on there. Bring back they? Cheese TV, guys, yeah. and they'll get more. Yeah, views. bring back Cheese. Bring TV. back Cheese TV, everyone. Bring please. back Cartoon, Cheese TV. Cartoon Connection, all that. Is that still on? Oh, Agro's so Cartoon Connection. I'm, I'm old enough yeah. to remember when Agro was not even on it. It was before then. <laughs> <laughs> Man, um, you are old. <laughs> anyway, we're losing our overseas people, so we might just move on. Um, okay. This is, oh, yeah, but that's another thing I forgot to mention. This is the first Aussie, except for the very first podcast I did. This is the first all-Australian podcast, so Aussie, Hooray. Aussie, Aussie. <laughs> and it's also state versus state. You didn't mention that. It's state and versus state. state as well. oh, who cares about that? New Queensland, New South Wales, whatever. <laughs> and by the way, it's Sega, not Sega. <laughs> I say Sega. Yeah. We all say Sega here. In this podcast, we're all saying Sega. Um... Well, I think we'll agree that the Switch is making an impact, but um, yep. probably not in ways that most people would think with a gaming company. Do you know what? I would really love to say I was watching, um, I think it's Res TV, he calls himself, and they were discussing, we, and I've already done this discussion on the podcast, so you saw it first here on Synth Spaces, and then they're now copying. <laughs> <laughs> what if Nintendo bought Sega? Now, my question was, what if Microsoft bought Sega? Um, and I guess it brings up the question, is Sega really up to sale? Um, but, but I think I Nintendo would be a better fit for Sega, I think. Totally, like, if that yeah. Was a, totally. Yeah. Um, but uh, there's, there's nothing stopping Microsoft gobbling no, it up and, right. doing, and then putting it in the warehouse and not doing anything like they did with Rare. It's yeah. a different Sega though now. It's a different Sega these days. Like, are their games the same as they were back in the day? I mean, you know, Sonic Mania was good, but that wasn't really Sega. That was they kind of like put that out someone else. Do you know what though? Yeah, that's right. Sega now in 2018 is a much more confident Sega than I've ever seen before. Um, oh, good. Like, like since since they left the console industry. So, yep. so from post, we'll call it post Dreamcast era. Um, <laughs> Sega struggled. They've they've really 
fumble their way through trying to work out where they stand. And it's taken them this long to finally be Hello. confident as a developer. And they've got now really strong assets behind them. Um, they've got uh, Atlas and they've, they've got uh, the Yakuza series behind them. Um, they've got Sonic. They keep regurgitating that. But they've also got this old IP sitting behind them that, that they haven't even touched yet. So, Do you know what will win my confidence back? Streets of Rage 4. That, yeah, will, bring, yeah, that yeah. will bring my confidence back. <laughs> In a big way. Man, a big I way. would kill for a Streets of Rage 4. Um, Two, 2D animation sprites. All I nice. reckon, do you know the only way that that game will work is if you can make it that you could choose between like a new polygonal uh, version or you can just flick a switch and it goes to 2D. Um, like like Wonder Boy 3 kind of where you go for pixels and you can go for like the new animation they have. You know how they bought that remaster uh, the, out for the it? Dragon's Trap. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah awesome. you can do that. I do it all the time. It's really good going from the 8-bit to the um, the new animation but then it's really fun. You can change your music the same way. Do you know what? If they did the Streets of Rage 4 in that style, I can't see why it wouldn't work. It wouldn't. It would, it would work. It would completely work. Totally. <laughs> and you got people screaming out from the rooftops for a Streets of Rage 4 on YouTube yeah. and it's not just like anyone our age would be all over it and I think um, even kids were seeing all the fighting and the violence and that they'll be into it too <laughs> <laughs> that's always a good thing kid violence is always a good thing I'm gonna move we on to the notes. second question but I thought I'd just touch on that because I watched that video last night and it really got me thinking yeah what if Nintendo did buy Sega that would be uh, I don't know I, I think watch this space I, I can't see why Nintendo wouldn't be thinking about that they must be having that on their shopping list <laughs> it's not like they couldn't afford it um, so second question we've got um, big announcement just recently is that Google are looking to enter the console fray uh, I don't know how how reliable this story is but can Google kill Xbox and Playstation do they have what it takes now before you answer that step back in time Xbox was once upon a time just Microsoft they just made Windows Word and Excel and all the rest of it and next thing you know they're dumping a console onto the onto the market and it's sold in spades so um, not initially but the 360, 360 but the 360 really I think the the original Xbox was like a um, a trial run let's let's see what how this works let's get this all up and running and then the next console was like, right, we've got everything all sorted out. Let's do this. Um, do you think Google has what it takes? Google are they thinking... <laughs> uh, uh, GameFed, we'll go with you. Sorry. Um, are they thinking like Steam? Like the Steam box? Because that can do fantastic. Uh, well, or are they thinking like a full-blown No one knows really. PlayStation no one really Xbox. knows at this point. So we'll speculate away here. If they came up with a box with the word Google on it, Google Games, whatever it's going to be, that's going to be the lamest name, by the way. But um, <laughs> The Google box. The Go- no, not Google, Google box, box, please. Um, was it someone said that it was going to be called the Yeti? Yeah, but I was reading before, it said um, this code name Yeti, so we're about the actual name I'm, for it, I'm but I was saying Yeti. Yeti. So I don't know if that can be... <laughs> something that they'll be allowed to do. They'll just buy yeah. the company. Mm. Just Yeti though, not Blue Yeti. I just know, buy it like, out, yeah. yeah. But they said buy they're going to buy... The they said they're going to look at buying actual friend, like AAA developers, so um, they can't develop for anybody else. I don't know how true that actually is, but that's but what I was reading. AAA's not so. good enough anymore. The, the Microsoft and, and Xbox came up with Quad AAA now. That's, that, that's the new standard. <laughs> <laughs> quad AAA? Quad AAA. Yeah. <laughs> 
So with the shakeup with <clears throat> uh, the last E3, Microsoft uh, announced that they're um, setting up new quadruple A studios, whatever that means. I guess what we're trying to, uh, I think, was, I think what we're trying to say here is that video game development is going through a bit of a shakeup at the moment. Um, that um, they're they're reassessing how they approach video games, and uh, I think they're trying to go along more along the Hollywood line uh, of having set studios that do nothing but develop games on a mass scale. So maybe that's what Microsoft are doing. Do you think Google will have the resources to be able to take them on? And, and well, they would just buy out studios at least. Well, I don't think. Oh, so. never. Yeah, they've, got, they've got the money. Just turn around and go. Here's here's, um, here's a mill. You now make games for us, or more than a mill, but you know, <laughs> 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 <With> million dollars. A <laughs> uh, milli. We got a milli for you. <laughs> But um, I wouldn't underestimate Google at all. I mean, look what they've done with YouTube. Yeah. Like, they've just like completely put bells and whistles yeah. on everything, haven't they? Well, I also suggested that maybe uh, Disney might be in a position uh, to come up with their own console. There's a few other people that could Disney? come up with their own console. Disney, yeah. uh, Disney own the world right now. Yeah, and, and you've also got um, uh, EA. They could develop their own console. I don't know why they had not done it until no now. But we don't want too many consoles, though. We don't want like consoles coming no, left I'm and right, like in the early eighties. What I'm thinking. I mean, if is... EA create a console, won't we just get it bit by bit? Because we'll have to actually yeah, buy. Like... <laughs> yeah. It's like you know, DLC. Oh, um, DLC. Oh, here's here's your console, but actually, you need to buy the motherboard in a separate thing. Oh no! Hey, loot box. DLC. <laughs> it's in the game. <laughs> no, it's not in the game. You got to download it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then it's in the game. And then when you get the game, then it's in the game. Then you got to pay for it again. Once you get the game, you got to buy the DLC, but it's already on the disc in the game. And then we've got the <laughs> That's their game. coming up and everything, and no yeah. one knows what it is yet. Right. Well, we are speculating. This is early days. I'm, I'm just trying to think, though, that it's not just Google that would be on the radar. There must be other companies that have surely looked at gaming industry and thought, can we do this? Have we got what it takes to take on these uh, these existing platforms? There's not Three much big room. Boys. Well, you got two consoles. You got the Xbox and the PlayStation 4. We won't talk about the Switch because that's a totally different beast for now. The Xbox and the PlayStation are basically just the same thing. They're, they're not really doing anything totally different. PlayStation has been doing it with more power. Then the Xbox One X came out. It's got more power. It's just a. There's no. There's nothing differentiating one to the other really when you think about it, and, and that's. I, I hate that. I think it's kind of sad. That's why I like the Mega Drive Super Nintendo days because if you had both platforms, so you had a huge range of different mm. stuff available to you. Didn't um, the Sorry? Even the games on there that were the same were different. Like the Latin get. Yeah. yeah. And go, you, Cameron? And, and you didn't need the internet for anything back then. No. Anyway. <laughs> no, that's right. But now you do for a lot of games. You've got to have like an internet connection for like yeah. you know just about anything. And like you know Fortnite, that's basically an online game, isn't it? Like you know you're playing Battlefield, like Battleground standards with everyone in the world. So you got to have that internet connection. Yeah. Can you play it? In and 10 that years actually time? annoys me. That annoys yeah. me from the old days where you could right. buy your dick, plug it in, pop it in, done. Yep. So done. in ten years' time, can I ask? In ten done, years' time, let's play a game. If you like, if you like Fortnite still in ten years' time, if you want to go back and say, oh, I want to go play Fortnite for a couple of rounds, what are you going to do? You can't play. Download, it. Yeah. download 150 worth of gig. 
It's the grand scheme of things. Updates. But just keep it coming. It's the grand scheme of things. They don't see it. That's it just keeps coming. Like you know, you can't play the old version. You got to get the new one. And we had no updates back then or anything like that, anyway. No. So it was just what you got. It was just although, although some games was really did yeah. Some games did need a good patch though. But yeah, I still prefer yeah. it that way. Well, it's funny. So, um, like Dreamcast uh, era. Uh, there was different versions of Sonic Adventure that were released to the public um, and so for example the very first uh, Sonic Adventures it had bugs in it wow there's a shock um, and then when it was later released when it was later released to the US those patches got put into that version and then they yep. re-released it in Japan with the new new patch in it so well you know Shinobi on the original Shinobi it's got like four different versions because yeah. they had Spider-Man and all 1. that. So 1. They... 1. 1.2, and the original That's one is right. the one that I'd most be certainly going for because it's got. I've actually got that version. Yeah, it's got uh, uh. Godzilla, it's got um, Batman, it's got Spider-Man, Terminator. They had to change the Terminator. No, was it? No, there was a Rambo dude with a gun. They had to change him out and make it not look so much like Rambo and. Even in the last version, they changed the dude on the screen because that guy was based off some Japanese um, um, famous person who was a ninja, and they actually changed the title screen on the very last version we brought out for the Wii. I you know, the Virtual Console. I have not seen that. I do have yeah, to but, look but, that but, up. Yeah, they did. Yeah. So what? They didn't have the permission to take that guy's face. Uh, they, like, they, they slightly changed. They just slightly changed it. If you watched it. Yeah. <laughs> what they gave gave him a haircut or? <laughs> I don't, no, I think that his eyes. I don't know what exactly what it is, but it, it is slightly different. Like look it up. The Wii, um, Wii BC version. The Wii BC Man, version. I hope they didn't t change it too much because that that title screen. Uh, was one of my most favourite no. memories of all time. On the he still network. does the actions, but it's just his face looks slightly off. The yeah. lightning, the ninja stars going past, and then he jumps down. It was like, for, for a system that was so limited back then, that, that they really milked it for all they could. That's a brilliant game. I love that game, that original Shinobi game. Not, a lot of people bagged me up for my Shinobi free play Let's Play, because I was saying that it's not as good, I don't think it's as good as the That's original the one. Revenge of Shinobi. I've got a lot of bad comments. That's Sorry, what was that? What's that? You, you showed it, oh, but I didn't have it. I've got the so. third one here. It's the third one. That's my, fa that's my favorite. It's a good game. Yeah. I just I just think that Revenge of Shinobi was a better game. <laughs> yeah. I favorite. like them both. I like them both, but I like yeah. that one the best. I think when that came out, I was moved on to a new to the new consoles uh, at that time. It came out really late in the in the uh, console uh, lifespan. Um, speaking of old games. Next How section. long do you think we'll be playing games till? So, <laughs> I have an answer. I have a specific answer for this. I'll let everyone so else answer. The reason why I'm asking this is because um, one of the main reasons why I wanted to get GameFed onto this uh, podcast is that she had a really good topic on her channel about uh, gaming being specifically made for older people. So um, there's a whole market, a whole new market there that hasn't been touched. Uh, and that is gamers that are getting old, like myself. Um, so, when you get older, you haven't got the reaction time. Like, I play Super Mario World now. I remember really, uh, what was it that uh, grumpy retro gamers say? Rinsing those levels. Um, and now, I'm, it's rinsing me. I'm the one getting wrecked. So, <laughs> I'm, I'm wondering, uh, how long do you think you can keep up gaming for, and at what point do you think you'll put the controller down and just watch? Anyone got a suggestion? Well, I have a specific answer, but I'll let everyone else answer first. 
I always be gaming. I always never stop. I like playing the games. All yeah, the but time. you're a young whippersnapper. You, yeah, you, you say that so now. But as you even I don't. Yeah. Like the other night, I went to go put the Xbox One on, and I can't see the text. I have to put glasses on to be able to see the finer text now. I'm breaking down <laughs> as a human TV. being. Huh? <laughs> Need a bigger TV. It's fifty inch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's a, a bit of an issue. Sit <laughs> but, um, closer. I don't want, yeah. Uh, yeah. I know. Oh, no, I wear the glasses. <laughs> it, it fixes the problem. But I'm just using that as a point to show that. Yeah. yeah as you're getting on a bit. What was it, John? John Talbot. <laughs> as you're getting on a bit. Um, yeah. You you start to uh, lose the reflexes. You start to lose the uh, the sight. Um, is, is it that the gaming uh, developer is going to make games that are still going to be interesting to play, but keeping the, game, the older gamers in mind? Um, do you have an answer for that, Game uh, GameFed? Because you did touch on this subject well, in we, great de detail. Mm, Replenish and I didn't really get to a definitive answer, but we sort of thought that, I guess, the older you get, the your reaction time does fade. So we were more thinking probably like your quick RPG sort of similar things like the Telltale series mm. um, are ideal or if you have got the time to sink in, like you see a lot of um, older gamers playing Skyrim that are hours upon hours upon hours. So I guess depending on the time that they have available. Like, I'm exceedingly time short, so I try to play for quick games at the moment, but not so much Twitch shooters because I don't have the time and energy to keep that up. <laughs> the energy. <laughs> yeah. And some of those All games... the patience, yeah. I guess. No, those some... young kids yelling at me. That's, it's nice to have energy, isn't it, eh? It's nice to have energy. <laughs> oh, <man. laughs> yeah, it's funny coming from um... you. You must be, like, drowning in Red Bull. <laughs> I'm yeah. never, I don't drink. I don't drink Red Bull at all. I don't. I don't really go for energy drinks at all. <laughs> I don't believe you. But anyway, you don't believe it. You yeah. gotta take my word for it. <laughs> What's Cameron's answer? Yeah. Uh, pretty much always be gaming. I don't care how old I get, and if I can't move my hands, I still might. If I can't move my hands. <laughs> if, you, if, you, if you snap your fingers off or something, I don't care. I'll still try something like that. Um, that's what like sometimes Wii's for and everything's like. Um, Anyone could just use it, even if they can't, you know. But um, sometimes it's good for older people to keep growing up and play games. So, I'm not, you know, I'll never stop. I don't care how old you get. It's always fun. It's something that I always enjoy. I know sometimes I had been good at games when I was younger, and then play those some of those games again, and like you know, those are other people saying. Um, you know, not as good as they were back then, but you know, keep Can you think of any examples of those games? Which ones you're talking about? Diddy Kong Racing, for sure. <laughs> I used to be, I used, I used to be the ex best expert at that game. I used to beat that game in like five times in a week. I used to beat that game so many times. And then I used to know all the secrets, I used to know all the shortcuts. That was back when I was like eight years old. And, and, I remember when I, you know, got my 64 out and found it in the garage ages ago, and I put it back on, and I started playing it again. I was like, I used to be so good at this game. Why do I suck now? <laughs> so I, I had to keep playing it and playing it to get better again. But like, yeah, that does happen, and it does catch up to you if you haven't so, played the. So you know that expression, "get good, 
Yeah. Yeah. When you get older, it's. I hate it. But when you get older, it was good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was good. Get good. Yeah. yeah. Like. Now, my answer for this is very specific because I actually mentioned this. I don't unplug myself, but you know I'm going to plug myself here. But I was actually in Retro Gamer, actually yeah. 175. And I actually. Are you in that? Yeah, one page. Holy shit, page hang on. Yeah, page 40. Bring it up. <laughs> you had that the whole time. It's the Sonic 2 issue of the calendar. It's a really yeah, good issue. It. I've got it. Really? Okay, open up the page 14. <laughs> and I'll, I'll quote myself here. I'll quote myself oh, here. <laughs> I'll quote myself to relative to your question right here, okay? Now, this is talking about Super Mario World. Holy my favorite... shit, there he is! Look at the smug bastard. <laughs> <laughs> Super NES Hunter. Okay, I was going to quote myself. Now, this is talking Toddy. about Super Mario Toddy. World. Toddy. Yeah, <laughs> mate, Toddy. Yeah, okay, yeah, all Toddy. the jokes aside. <laughs> okay, so this is talking about Super Mario World. Now, this is very relative to the question we got here. Okay. It's fun, it's bright, and it has made such an impact on my life but I've asked my wife to have this game at my funeral clenched in my hand as they lower me into the ground. <laughs> That's how Still long day. I'll be gaming Still for. Till the day I die. Till the day I damn die. That's how long I'll be gaming yeah. for. So guys, uh, yeah, that's my answer as well. <laughs> if you are watching this and you're trying to track, keep a track on what's going on. Retro Gaming Magazine, uh, Retro, excuse me, Retro Gamer Magazine, uh, trying to find the issue number. It's 175. 175, and it's got Sonic 2. Just show you. Yeah. Yeah. And it came with a calendar and a big. But yeah. the, that was part of the reason why I bought it. But I wanted to read out on the um, development of Sonic 2. It was a good read. Calendar. And I. Yeah, I've got that too. And I skimmed past that my mate was in here. <laughs> you passed me! I didn't even notice I, I, it! How did you miss me? How did, how did you miss me? Tell me, how did know. you miss me? I saw, the word, I saw the word Super Nintendo and I just went, Yeah, you just kept going, you saw, the, you saw the Super Nash, you're like, nah, that's not Mega Drive. Oh yeah, I've had a big oh, Mega Drive man. collection. Oh yeah, be right into that. Hang on, did you pay $400 for The Legend of Zelda? Yeah, but that's, the, that's the most I've ever played for a game. And it's boxed and it's um, sealed. But that's the most, that's Australian dollars, so that's the price of four brand new games, if you're international, listening to this. Tetris. I could play Tetris anytime, anyplace, anywhere, so luckily it's, is that your, is that your quote? Uh, they changed that one, I think they like, they changed it a little bit, but it's pretty much my quote, yeah, so, yeah. Okay. Now that, that's, kudos to you, man, getting in that. I'm, I would like to get, anyone watching that knows Contacts at Retro Gamer, I'd love to be on there one day. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. Well, you, you, you sidetracked the uh, conversation. <laughs> I don't mean to. Do, I, I, I tend to do that a lot. I apologise. I apologise in advance. <laughs> I tend to do that. I do apologise. And I gotta look at this. I gotta look at the webcam. I keep looking in the corner here. Yeah, I'll give you. Oh, the I same forgot thing. to put up. Hang on, when I was showing it. I gotta look at the webcam. I keep the, looking. That's the issue there. Sorry, I, was, I had, didn't have the camera on. So yeah, Sonic Two Retro Gamer. Um, <laughs> it's a good read, but you've got also <laughs> Top Loader in there. Uh, um, so now I better read. Yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> Toddy. Okay. <laughs> you're like, you can call me, everyone calls me Toddy. All my friends call me Toddy. So for now on, you're allowed to call me Toddy because I like your space. He's not a bad guy. Okay, I don't yeah. mind you. All right. So, and Cameron here, he's cool. Uh, well, we'll see if you like me after my next question. So, <laughs> uh, game, bro. Just one more thing. I guess the thing is with all the development, with getting 
people with disabilities to play games, we are probably going to be able to play them for much longer because game controllers are going to change massively. Mm. Now, I so remember watching your podcast and you were struggling and I was, I was killing myself watching that podcast because you were trying to figure the name of the people that came yeah. up with that controller and I'm screaming at my phone because I was watching it on my mobile and I was screaming going it's the Xbox controller come on and you're yeah. like it was a big one it was a pretty big name of company but I can't remember anyway yeah. so Xbox came up with a controller yeah. specifically designed for uh, people with disabilities um, and it is such a cool thing that to see. Mm. Uh, I'm, I'm surprised it's taken so. Well, Nintendo have touched on this. They came up with a controller that was operated with a mouth back in the 80s, I think it was. Um, but to see a company revisit that whole concept mm. is really awesome. Because there's, um, you know, you've got different category of people who have got disabilities. You've got some that have been uh, disabled their whole life and they've looked on and figured, wow, that would be really cool to play video games, but I just, I can't. They don't, anyway, so they, they can't operate the controllers the way we do. Um, so you've got those people, and then you've got other people who probably have uh, been handicapped as a result of uh, uh, an accident or something along those lines. Well, and then all of a sudden their gaming uh, life just stops. And that's so sad. They're the ones I, I kind of feel sorry for them because they know what it was like to game and, and then all of a sudden have it taken yeah. away from them. So yeah. this this controller well, is... If, if, does anyone else here know of the one I'm talking about? No. I, I have uh, seen it now, yeah. It was in, um, in Game Informant the, magazine this the month. The best too. way to describe it is it looks like a DJ... Uh, turntable. Yeah. It, it looks really cool, um, and it's totally modifiable. You can change it because not everyone's disabilities are the same. So yeah. it's totally modifiable, and uh, like hats off to Xbox um, to well, come up true. with such an I mean, awesome concept. Mm. If you ever lose your hand or something, I mean, like your controllers, two hands. I mean, you can't gain. Oh, did you hate our hands? I thought you said hair. I'm losing both. I'm getting old with my hands, but uh, my hands are good for now. My hands go on. When you get older, you tend to um, lose it where you want it, but grow up where you really don't want it to grow. <laughs> <laughs> All right, moving right along. Um, so, yeah, um, well, no, thanks for. I was trying to work out the, uh, a way to bring that into the conversation about that controller, um, but uh, thanks for that game fed for bringing that up. That's all right. Uh, but on to my next question. Uh, Nintendo fans, filthy uh. casual. <laughs> <laughs> now, does anyone know where I'm going with this? Yeah, possibly. You think that... Um, maybe? Most <laughs> Nintendos, maybe just like, people just want to play it like every now and then. Yeah. Not so much hardcore, like, people on the Sony and Xbox pretty much maybe are a little bit more hardcore than... Playing it more often, playing it more often than what maybe Nintendo crowd are. I don't know. Is that what you mean? So just yeah, just I'd, recently, I'd... Uh, within the last week or so, uh, Nintendo made headlines because the the stocks went down quite significantly recently, and uh, people are speculating as to why it is. Now, I don't really see alarm bells for Nintendo at all. Um, they the reason why they have got uh, not much content coming out is because. The Switch was rushed. It was pushed forward as a result of the declining sales of the Wii U. So when you rush out a console like that, all your plans have to get changed and moved or moved around. So all these games that they had planned originally for the Wii U got 
aborted because that console, that platform didn't sell well. Um, and then now they're trying to work out, all these companies are trying to work out the best way to move it over to the Switch, and that takes time. These these games that are coming out now, um, you've got your, your, your sport brats sitting at home going, oh, they're not releasing games and they're not coming out often enough. These things take ages to develop. We're, we're talking uh, a year and a half, two years on average for most games now. So you can't just release a new console and expect it all guns wearing out on day one. The fact that the Switch came out with Breath of the Wild is what the way you get. It's just sort of luck and and good uh, planning involved. They take like five time. years, the older games, don't they? What is the older games? Five yeah. years. So they, the only reason the only reason why they were able to get that out onto the Switch is because they were able to port it. That, that's yeah. the only way that they were able to get that onto that system, and it just happened to be that. Breath of the Wild was going to be an awesome Wii U game, so the fact that it was portable just made it even better. Um, so what I'm trying to get at here is that uh, people are very impatient with Nintendo, and they needn't be, but the reason why I bring up this question with the filthy casuals is that um, the new Doom came out, and also Wolfenstein, Wolfenstein 2, and the sales have been very disappointing, and yet the system is selling well, so it's, it's a lot of people that are buying Switch are not buying these games up, and they're not, in, and they're not, um, the sales... Do you know the reason why I didn't buy Doom on the Switch? Because you had to download half the game anyway, and I don't, I actually like the cartridge, so in, just in case I want to play it later on, or something happens, like... If you've got to download something, I feel like you, you have to always download that part of the game. That's why that's the main reason why I actually didn't buy Doom on the Switch. Yeah, but when you so good it the, when you're playing it on the Xbox or the PlayStation 4 on PC, you're still there. Yeah, right? yeah, so I guess so. There's but, nothing really yeah. different. There. But, but but like with the um with the Switch, I like the cartridges. Just the full game to be on the cartridge. I guess is what I'm trying to say. I just like games in the overall. When I'm looking at games, I like to have like with these cartridge games. I like to have them. On the cartridge, so if they're bringing out a cartridge game, I really, you know, don't want to download half the game for that cartridge game because I really like cartridge games, like the DS games and all that kind of thing. If you know you what like I mean, the there. fact that the game that you buy is in that box, it's, it's yeah, in there. You that's don't need it. anything else. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's, specifically that's, for that, yeah. specifically for that version of the game. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. So Tony Hawk's, the latest Tony Hawk didn't really please you. I don't play Tony Hawk games. <laughs> I played you know, the first we're, one we're, on the PlayStation One. The first one was really good, and um, I haven't played one since. Tony Hawk's probably going to The reason I brought that up, and that's the one that we keep mentioning on the podcast, is that the game was not on the disc. It was the disc itself was essentially a key, an unlock oh, code. Okay, and you down- I got you now. And then you download forty. <laughs> I hate that. that was, yeah, it was it was shite. <laughs> I hate that. I hate that. That's like the worst thing. <laughs> so, back to, so back to my question. I was just wanting to know, um, like. Do Nintendo players or gamers or fanboys have it in their heart to pick up and play games that are not being made by Nintendo on a Switch platform? Interesting. Let Cameron answer this one. Please get in there. Yeah, I I would say yes. I am proudly filthy uh, casual. <laughs> I do play I do play non Nintendo games on my Switch or on my Wii U like. I've got ukulele on the Wii, on the Switch. I mean, I've got uh, Sonic games on the Switch. I've got a whole bunch of indie, random indie games on the Switch that I check out. Um, I know there are problems with 
like, you know, the games coming out on the Switch not selling well, probably because they're, like, these ports, because they've already been on PlayStation 4 and Xbox One already, other people who own those consoles might already have that. So that's a little bit of a problem as to why some of those ports might not sell so well. Um, but yes, I am actually a filthy casual myself. As a Nintendo fan, I, I don't mind. I don't mind breaking carry. So, yeah, because for years Nintendo have been getting bashed because they're not getting third-party support. Yeah. Everyone keeps yeah. saying yeah. it, but... People the like it's it's party. Again. Even the people who say Nintendo aren't getting third-party support, I just show that Mario Party 3 came out in 2000, so... That was a big oh. issue for the Wii at the time. Yeah. They were always going on about third-party support, but yeah. I always felt there was a good third-party support. It was, I mean, yeah. I, I, you know that Mad World game? It was like kind of a... It wasn't my type of game, but everyone was like, that was a big deal at the time. That was third-party and a bit of there a game. There was a whole third-party game. Yeah, I mean, like, everyone said that about the Wii, and I thought the Wii had a decent amount of third-party support. Like, and I always... a massive library as well. They say it was a shovelware console, but look at PS2. Thank you. I was just about to jump in and say that. The Wii. PS2 had yeah. 2,000 games. Yeah. I mean, yeah. you, don't you say there's no shovelware on the PS2? Tell me that. Like, really? <laughs> the most popular system is always going to have the most shovelware. That's just the nature of it. PS2's not a system that I rate highly, personally. Um, no, me neither, man. And everyone goes on about it. I know it's the most sold console, yeah. but actually, there are good games. I'm not saying there's not good games on yeah, it. I'm just are. saying that... I don't think it's the best console ever to come out. I, yeah. A lot of people say that, and I personally do not believe that at all. It was a glorified DVD player that happened to have a half-decent console within it. Uh, do you remember on Big Brother, the Australian version of Big Brother, you were always giving out the PS2s, and they were saying, when they sold the, um, the PS2 for like the advertising on Big Brother, they were saying, it plays DVDs and games. It's like, yeah, that okay, was like well... Yeah, major I'm, thing. Just a DVD Yeah, and, and the PS3 was the same, like the Blu-ray. It plays Blu-rays. It's like, I just want to play games. That's all I want to do. I just want to play games. I don't give a yeah. crap about all this media attention, but they do, yeah. like um, downloading um, movies, whatever. I don't care about that. I just want to play games. That's all and I want to do. That's one thing that's good about the Switch is that it's just basically meant as a gaming console. People are like, oh, put Netflix on it, put the internet yeah. on it, put something on it. Like, exactly. Like, oh, we just want it to be focused on a gaming console and that's... That's it. what I like about Nintendo. Yeah, they stick to their them. guns. Yeah. They stick to their guns and they are about the gaming and that's yeah. overall thing. That's what I like about Nintendo, the modern Nintendo. They really are Absolutely. about the gaming. So with this Google thing you were talking about before, I'm not too worried about Nintendo because they just do their own thing anyway. Mm, absolutely, I agree. No comment there, GameFed? Oh, I would have to say I'm with Cameron and I'm a filthy um, Nintendo casual. Um, a filthy Nintendo well. casual, okay. <laughs> Nintendo, I'm a Nintendo casual. I pick it up and play it's occasionally like i'll play the indie titles i haven't bought any big third party games on it and i think that's because of its they've had oh besides um sonic um but i haven't bought a lot of them because like wolfenstein and all that that came out six months ago and now it's on the switch like, if I wanted to play Wolfenstein, I would have put it on the PlayStation 4. Is Mario Rapids a third-party game? Would you class it? It was Ubisoft, so that's third-party, isn't it? Yeah, it just happens yeah. to yeah, have I guess, Mario yeah. in it. Yeah, that's another one. Uh, yeah. I, I personally like, would like to see some big third-party games uh, be successful on the Switch mm. to change the dynamics of that of that of the Nintendo brand because um, you can't just keep relying on Nintendo to come out and save mm -hmm. their yeah. platform. We, but, you yeah. do need other console, um, other, other gaming developers to be on there and, and uh, 
scoring runs on their system and uh, it's not happening at the moment unfortunately so yeah I, I had to comment I also that. I also feel that um, the younger gamers they don't know what it's like to have to wait so long between titles these days yeah. Yeah. true bad <laughs> like they don't understand that like you know it would be this game's coming out and awesome I'm gonna wait for that game and it will come out late then, and that's it. Yeah, it's the whole generation, isn't it? It's like, yeah. I, want, I want it now, you know, click of a finger. I want it now, yeah. When we were growing up, like, we didn't know what games that's were coming right. out. They just, yeah. they came out on the shelf, and it's like, that's a new game. We, we like, magazines, no, yeah. you know, magazines, I guess, but you know what I mean? We had no yeah. internet or E3, it's online, on live broadcasts or anything back then. We no, got, it was uh, just... Magazines or I didn't even have a computer. <laughs> 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 But you do now! I did. <laughs> Look who's living large! No, Look who's living large! Yeah, I had the uh, Sega SC3000 computer and that was my main rig for a long time. And wow. uh, I ha the, the day that I managed to hook that up to a printer and get the printer doing something was like, Oh my god, this is so cool! It's like, Tell funny. everybody how you threw the box out for it. Sorry, yeah. what's that? <laughs> Tell everybody how you threw the box out uh, for I've it. already done that video. I, I was uh, did a video with Top Hat Gaming Man about biggest oh. gaming regrets. And that, okay. was, that was on that video, yeah. Uh, his oh. gaming regret was his mum throwing out the Am his Amstrad. And he, she threw it out on the... Um, on the skip and all these what did you call it Middle Eastern gypsies came along and <laughs> stole it that'd be a sight to see yeah. no that's um, mine so we're going I've got three questions here uh, from the Twitter sphere I probably had more but I do apologise if I missed any because we're getting bombarded with questions uh, towards the end and I'm just going to double check uh, no Twitch questions oh well there's a shame anyway so, uh, the first question comes from Game Telford. This is game as in the game store. Now, they have no longer... Well, they've, they've went bankrupt here in Australia, but they're still going strong in the UK. Um, and before I read this question out, um, a big shout-out to Steve at Game in Telford. And uh, I have to mention that uh, I am so jealous of his... Is it 14-carat gold Xbox that he just won? Which is only one of eight of its kind in the world. Um, dude, that's just epic. So, <laughs> it's very shiny. He said you keep the shiny ones. Um, yep. That sounds <laughs> awesome. So, the question is, uh, I have never clicked with Final Fantasy series. I just didn't get it. So, what classic games or, or game series leaves you scratching your head? Well, for me, it's Gran Turismo. I just don't get into sim Aww. racing games. I'm more of an arcade Daytona type guy. Just get in, you got the car, you drive your car to Crazy the end taxi. of the racetrack, and that's it. I hate <laughs> Crazy finding out what pressure tires my are. Yeah, I love Crazy Taxi. I just don't want to like know how much pressure's in my tires and like all that crap. I just want to play the game. Get in there, bang, get to the finish line, it's done. Put up the flag, we're over. <laughs> Next race. Next. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> uh, Anyone else? Game, game, game fed. Um. It have to be sports games as well. I just don't get them. Don't you diss on hockey? Don't you diss on NHL? <laughs> yeah, no, I can't. Yay, sports ball, but no, I can't do it. Just have not played any of the FIFAs. Have not played any of the AFL, NRL, basketball, nothing. Just can't. Yeah, I know. Yeah. What about 
What do they do? Just change the roster every year? Like, I'm not. I don't personally know, oh, so if anyone actually does, rank. though. You've done this rant before. <laughs> I know, but it gets me every time. It gets me every time. I just don't get it. I don't get it. I'm not. I like playing sports, don't get me wrong, but it's just like playing actual games of sports is completely different. I mean, I just. NBA Jam, because that's more arcadey, so you can like push and shove. I like that element of it, but actually playing like a simulated soccer game or basketball game or whatever just doesn't really appeal to me that much. I, I love, like I love my NHL series though, because uh, just when you pull off moves and you get uh, an epic goal scored, it is such a good feeling in that game in particular, because it's so, so fast paced. And it was actually because of EA. Um, that I actually got into ice hockey and started following it. So, Cameron, got an answer here? I do. I have to agree with the original poster of this question. Uh, say Final Fantasy never got to me at all. I never understood why it was so popular. I had a whole bunch of Final Fantasy games. I tried to play them, and I just didn't get it, and I just didn't, you know, I wasn't really feeling it. And, and uh, I don't understand when people are like, oh, Final Fantasy VII is the greatest game in the world. See, that's I, because you're not an yeah. emo boy with um, uh, daddy issues. No. Uh, that no, generally helps to understand the plots. But, no. <laughs> Do you like Chrono Trigger, though? You like yeah, Chrono Trigger? absolutely. I've got Chrono Trigger, actually, for this as well, like you. I like Chrono Trigger a lot. Um, I think Chrono Trigger is way better, thousands times better than Final Fantasy. I thought it was a I bought it in 2003, thinking it was like a Dragon Ball Z game, because I saw it on the Australian eBay, because I wasn't buying an international event, and I had no idea it was. But I was like, this guy looks like Goku, so I just bought it, thinking it was like a Dragon Ball Z game, <laughs> and it basically ended up being like one of the best Super Nintendo games available. Bought the game because he figured it looked like a Dragon Ball Dragon Z Ball character. True, that's true, that's 100%. And obviously the guy, uh, Akira Toriyama, did the animation, so I wasn't half wrong, but I wasn't yeah. half right either. <laughs> yeah, that's better than Final Fantasy, I love Chrono Trigger. Alright, so that was uh, a questionnaire from Game at Telford. Uh, <laughs> next one, El Gamer Astral, a Patreon of in Spaces. Thanks, matey. Uh, we've got here, well, okay, I had to cut this down because... This question would take an hour to answer. <laughs> I had to cut it down. <laughs> oh, uh, I like hour-long questions like and questions, answers. Yeah. I'm good for that. Just keep me going. Keep the cameras the rolling. Question <laughs> originally was top ten shoot 'em ups of all time for each podcast Ooh. participant. <laughs> uh, no, no, okay, no, no. Wanna... Give me I'm not doing three. Top 10. No, three, three. That's okay. I'm not a shoot 'em ups fan anyway. But actually, I don't mind them. So I'm not like right into it, but these are the games that really have appealed to me. Now, there's a Capcom series called... Do you remember 1942, the old 1942 games? Yeah. Well, this one's called 19XX. Yeah, I know it's one. Like, yeah. It's X. I love it! It's, I play it on my arcade cab all the time. I absolutely love it. So, 19XX. Um, oh. So, Space Mega Force on the Super Nintendo PAL is called Super Elise. And I've got that. Yep. I like that one. And my third choice would be Cosmic Cop, which is a Cosmic horror... Cop. <laughs> it's a good game! It's a horizontal um, shoot 'em up and try it out. It's, it's a really good game. So, Cosmic Cop's my third answer. Does he pull people over for breath testing? Or... <laughs> <laughs> no, you shoot lots of people though. You shoot lots of other ships. So, <laughs> hence um, the shoot 'em up genre. GameFed, are you into the shoot 'em ups? Uh, not so much, but there are a couple I can think of. So, um, Alien Storm on the Sega. Alien okay. Storm? Yeah, really I think shoot, it's not really stuff. not traditional. Not really. Up, though, not, no. Okay. Like little airplane shooting stuff, Galaga or something. Do you say Galaga? Yeah. Oh. That's like a shoot 'em up. That's what you're doing. Like no, space your pronunciation. Like... We, I've always said <laughs> oh. Galaga. <laughs> oh, 
I just say it how I see it. I say it how I see it, Spaces. It's like Smash Bros. I see Smash Bros. I say bros. There's a shot at the end of that. We're going to get into that again. Uh, sorry, yeah, uh, game fed. Yeah, I've got nothing. Okay, but okay. Um, Cameron? Uh, I don't normally play shoot 'em ups, but there's only like one shoot 'em up game. I don't care if you say that's not a shoot 'em up game. I'll say it anyway as my favourite shoot 'em up game, which is the original Jetpack. Oh, Jetpack! That's not. That's, that's a shoot 'em up game. <laughs> it is. Wait. It is. You have to. It is a shoot 'em up. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Let's have a look here. Hang on. What game is Jetpack? Jetpack. I think it's a shoot 'em up game. Hang on. Can I don't you, know, can you show jetpack. that again? Can you show? Gigi, quick. <laughs> it's quick, yeah. It is a shoot 'em up game. You oh, rare? Yeah, that was like the, the original one. Yeah, I've played one. it. I've this is on the spectrum. It. This one. And it's no, it's not awesome. a shoot 'em up, but nice try. Uh, at least that I don't normally play shoot 'em up. See, we well. tried, and you shut us yeah. down. You got to do your research before you do this podcast, people. Research. <laughs> <laughs> Look, pen and right. paper. Pen my, and paper. My free to answer that question, uh, Gyrus, which is on the Mega Drive. That was an awesome shoot 'em up. Uh, Thunder Force 4 for the Mega Drive again. And another Mega Drive. We're going to do the hat trick. Musha released. Um, oh, yeah, okay. And again, that's I rare say too. It, every time I mention that game, that uh, features the, uh, the the intro for my channel features music from that game. And also, <laughs> the guy that composed that music is a subscriber to here at Synspaces. So. Wow, excellent. Nice. That's an expensive game now, too. The Japanese and, one's cheaper, though, isn't it? Yeah, I did see it in the wild. I didn't have a spare 240 bucks on me. I, I, yeah, okay. But you would have if you did? If, well, I just, I, uh, when I walked into that Super Potato store and I saw it there, um, $240, bucks. i will put the picture up. Um, I was in the middle of carrying and dragging around the GameCube that I had just bought, um, which was a brand new GameCube in its box for $70. Bucks. <laughs> That's which, cool. Which was so yeah. awesome. But yeah, uh, Musha Release is my favorite shoot 'em up of all time, and I just love that game. Uh, so we're not big shoot 'em up fans here. Disappointing. No. Okay. Moving right along. We have one more question. This is from Chips and Sticks. I love the names. Um, <laughs> so, here's my question. What popular game franchise would you like to see remastered that actually has a chance of being done on the Switch? Now, we've already talked about this. Yes, you know did. my answer. You know my answer. <laughs> okay, so I shoot the Rage 4. What did Cameron have? I had Echo the Dolphin. Okay, 100%. Yeah. Echo the Porpoise, okay. <laughs> hey, this, the Mega CD of that was pretty good too with the change of music. I liked yeah. how they changed that, eh? Mm. Very, very um, hippie. I think Streets of Rage 4 would do really well though. I think it's just, um, people um, like beat-em-ups, I think like beating up stuff, and it just resonates with old games especially, and I feel like Streets of Rage 3 kind of like, uh, it was okay, but it could have been better. The Japanese version was slightly easier than the, um, the rest of what the rest of us got. But I think Streets of Rage 4 could really um, resonate in this modern age, I think, with a remaster. Or, or you, know, you know what I mean? Like a new version of it, I mean. I have two uh, answers for this one. Um, I would like a sequel, not a remaster, but a sequel to Earthbound. Um, so it would be Mother 4, I guess you would call it. I would like to see Nintendo revisit that series. Um, <laughs> good, luck. good luck with that. No, it's not going to happen. <laughs> Good luck. <laughs> they, they have done a game though, and I, I'm sorry, I don't know the name. I'll look it up and put it in the pictures. Um, from the same graphic designers and same people that were behind Mother 
uh, or Earthbound on the Super Nintendo. They have come out with another RPG just recently for the Switch, so I guess I'm kind of getting my wish there with that. So, well, but the one I'm going to touch you, they just announced they're doing Ninja Warriors remaster or a remake or something. You know, Taddy, you know the game Ninja Warriors? It's a good game, trust me. It's a size on the Super NES was called Ninja Warriors again or something. The, the Japanese version was called that. Ninja. It's actually a pretty, it's a rare game, but um. Uh, it's a really good um, side-scrolling beat em up with ninjas. They're like ninja robots, and they like you just walk along the screen, it's you know, beating up. Nineties, early nineties game. Yeah, it's like like it's on the Super Nintendo, but in the arcade it had three big screens. So the oh, Super wow. Nintendo version was actually different, and it's like it's kind of slower. The Super Nintendo version was kind of like like a Streets of Rage with ninjas, basically. <laughs> and they're remastering cool. it this year or next year or something. Tatsuya. Uh, and I do have one other game that, to answer that question. I would love a Golden Axe for a proper sequel, not a one-on-one beat-em-up, not a... You know how they always do this with their IP Sega? They always uh, get it and then they'll say, oh, what if we get uh, Golden Axe and, uh, I don't know, turn it into a puzzle game? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or, or we'll have it and we'll make it... Puyo, 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 Puyo. No, no, I, I just want a straight-up sequel, no messing around, beefed-up graphics, whatever. Um, Golden Axe 4. I would love that. And they were doing that. Um, I've mentioned it on the podcast before that Sega of Australia were actually in the middle of producing uh, Golden Axe 4 and it got canned halfway. Wow. So, But Sonic Mania was kind of like a remaster or a remake and that did so well. I mean, yeah, surely I that's a good sign for Sega that um, people like that nostalgia, remade, remastered or a new version of. But do you know why that worked? Do you know why Sonic Mania worked where Sonic Forces kind of fell off because Sonic was, Forces was like that mania was done by people who are really passionate about it they're not on a payroll they did it because they loved the game and they thought I can do this and um, do you remember Sonic 4 Whitehead yeah. what's his name Whitehead, the, the Chris, Whitehead. Chris Whitehead Christian Whitehead Christian Whitehead like you can tell that he's doing it because he loves the the original IP so that's the reason why it worked, where I just get the feeling that these people working for Sega in Japan, um, they're doing it because it's a J-O-B. Um, yeah. 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 Although, although um, I enjoyed Forces, it was like a bit rushed. Sorry, Gamepad. Yeah, no, that's okay. I agree. Um, I thought of an answer for the previous question, which is Goldeneye. <laughs> Does that count? No. No. <laughs> that's a first-person first, uh, first shooter. That's a little, little playing shooting yeah, yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah. A little plane shooting stuff. Lots yeah, of stuff yeah, on the yeah, screen. Yeah, exactly. You're a little plane and everything. Okay. everything's trying to kill you. <laughs> Remake-wise, um, I've got to agree with Cameron. I'd love to see Echo the Dolphin. Yay. Remade. Um, 3D shooter, so. Echo. It gets, it gets a lot of hate these days, though, so, Echo. Uh, Echo gets a bit of hate. I love Echo. I'm, I thought I was the only one who loved Echo. No, I love Echo. Oh, Echo's yeah, a great yeah, yeah. game. Yeah. I did too. I'm the odd one out. I rage quit oh. on that one. Come <laughs> on. Um, Alright, well I think that pretty much sums up the podcast. Um, we oh. have come to the end of our questions. I might start here. Cameron, do you have any plans for your YouTube channel coming up that you'd like to push? Any videos that you've got coming up? Absolutely. I'm working on a new film at the moment. Uh, oh, just, just a film, that's all. Yeah, just <laughs> I'll be putting a couple of trailers and a bit of previews on it in, in the next few weeks. And I'm also on another YouTube channel called My Nickelodeon Collection, where I post videos on that channel every, I think it's Tuesday and Friday. And with another friend on that channel as well. You definitely should check us out. And, um, as and well where as can we find you? 
You can find me on YouTube and Cameron Hons, and uh, on Facebook is the same name, and Twitter, Cameron13H, and you can follow or find me on Facebook, subscribe to my YouTube channel. You can also find me on Bandcamp, on CameronHons.Bandcamp.com. And can you just do me one quick favour? Yes. Can you just yell out to me, please, thank you, Springfield! Thank you, Springfield. Because yeah, he looked like the remains. <laughs> Who the hell are you on, bastard? <laughs> Best line ever. Who uh, so... the hell are you on, bastard? <laughs> Gamefed, what about yourself? Um, so, I don't know if there's a lot coming up on our actual channel. One of the other members of Gamefed, Replenish, does um, Twitch streams every so often. Um, but you can find us at GameFed Official on YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, and Twitch. Sweet. I'll put the link up to your YouTube channel in the edit. Uh, yes. Yeah. But you don't have any immediate videos um, coming up. I am hoping to finish editing and fixing up the by Spyro playthrough. Oh, okay. Nice. Because they're doing the remake, and I'd like to get that out before they put the remake up. But um, I just need some time off damn work. <laughs> I'm trying. I'm trying really hard to get the original pro one of the original programmers from Spyro on the channel as a podcast be guest. I am uh, this close, so we'll see how that wow. goes. Just use your natural charms, mate. Yeah, good luck with that. Um, <laughs> hey, do you want to talk to him? Hey, I'll, I'll do you a favour. I'll, I'll bring him down. I'll give him a chat. We'll sit down. We'll have a nice little talk. I'll say, look, this friend of mine, Spacey's. You know, you've got to get on his show. It's pretty good. I'm on there, so it can't be half bad. What about you, Top Loader? Have we got a video coming out this time? This sorry, this, sometime this year or? <laughs> <laughs> Very funny. But yeah, I'm working on my um, sequel to my TMNT video. I'm working on that now. I also bought a very, 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 very rare item last month, which I filmed, oh. and I've been doing it in my spare time. I know time, what so... he's talking about. It's awesome. Yeah, so I'm going to try and get that out, like, quickly, because this sequel to the TMT one, it's like, it's coming up so good, it just drains all my time, but I'll try and quickly get this other one together, because it's a pretty special item, and you pretty much never ever see him in the wild, like, in Australia or wow. in lots of places, I think. Uh, I, I won't spoil the surprise, but you I know what it is, it. and guys, you're going to be uh, really enjoying that. So uh, subscribe over to Top Loader's uh, channel. I'll put the link down there below. No other videos coming up. That's about it. Oh no, I've got other ones. I've got. Um, I've been working on a sealed um, video yeah. <laughs> as well, sealed Check items video. <laughs> so that'll be later on after all that. <laughs> That's my third one in the line. Sealed I just, items. I have a hate. I, I don't. It's not that I hate sealed games, although you know I don't see the point. But I'm gonna get you on the video, I, no, so don't what, panic. But what I really, really dislike is when they put the sealed game in a sealed box with a little yeah. number on it that says, "Hey, this is 85% rift." Yeah, it's just now I have some of those, but I didn't buy it for. I didn't buy it for it just because that was just how it came. I didn't care, but um, I don't go for the numbers either. I just like to have them nicely in there. It just takes me back to when I went to. A, I've shot when I was a kid. I saw it down the shelf. I was like, man, that looks nice. Because you're never going to see that again. Once all these guys, these boxes get ruined and wrecked, you're never going to see that. And it just takes me back to a time in my life where I see it there on the shelf in the shop. And I'm like, 
Man, that looks like, to me it's like artwork. People like artwork and I like game artwork. That's, that's all it is for me. Now, I also like to say, people buy stamps, but never get sent. People buy coins, but never get spent. And I've got to say, I also collect coins, so I'm a little bit of a collector in general. So, that's all I'll say on the matter for now. You finished? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> you got me started. And on Sid Spacey's, uh, I, I'm going to... Uh, eventually get to this 1980 my gaming since spacey series i will get to that eventually um i'm going to continue on with the sega mega drive ultimate collection because i want to get that finished so i can start on a sega fanboy takes on nes games i would like to get that series started eventually um but the big announcement uh, i've already announced it but i'll do it again the next podcast is going to be truly epic um i will have uh, Al Nielsen, who came up with the expression, Genesis does what Nintendo don't. He was the marketing genius at Sega of America that managed to get Sega to, I think they only had like a 15% not even market share, and he was able to market their way to get them to beat Nintendo at, when Nintendo yeah. were at their peak. So that in itself is, is no it small achievement. Uh, that, and that's a, like a total hats off credit to Nintendo and their marketing power. However, having said that, they were doing some things that were a little bit, you know, uh, below yeah. blow the belt in, in that era. So it was good to see someone come along and take it to them. Also, we've got uh, DJ Slope, who is a big, big YouTuber, getting bigger. Uh, he's a major Sega fanboy, and when I offered nice. him the chance to come on to be on that same podcast, he grabbed the chance. So he's going to be on as a guest as well. And also the one that actually helped me get Al Nielsen to be on the channel, Lizzie the Hedgehog. Now, she made an appearance on the channel, but um, because of yours truly screwing up that recording, uh, she's having to come back on again and redo it. So she's going to be on. It's going to be an all Sega fan fest. It's... Um, you should get uh, one Nintendo fan in there too. Nah, you can get... Uh, <laughs> Just to screw everything up. <laughs> I'll bring my hat. did this. <laughs> oh, bring Pikachu in. Hey, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, hey, is this the guy who put? Did he put Sonic in the box instead of Altered Beast? Was that his idea? Was this that, the guy who no, put was, Sonic in the been, box no, instead of Altered Beast? No, that would have been Kalinsky. Kalinsky was okay. the one that um, uh, told Sega of Japan that if you want to beat Nintendo, you have to put Sonic in as the packing game. And then uh, yeah. the, the story goes that um, when that was being put to the board uh, at Sega of Japan. Um, Apparently, the CEO got up and walked out of the room. He was heard kicking stairs and absolutely having a massive fit. And then he, this is this is the stuff of legends. And then he walked back into the room and approached uh, Tom Kalinsky and said, "I have hired you to do what you feel you must do. I trust you. Do what you have to do." No, oh wow! Like you think about you it. Funny... Think about it from Sega of Japan's point of view. They came up with this game that they thought was going to be the most killer app, and and uh, that it was going to sell like gangbusters. And this guy from America comes along and says, "Yeah, you know that really big game that you've just made. Um, you got to give it away for free." <laughs> you know, Seth Rogen wants to make a movie about that called Console Wars. Um, I would, I would <laughs> seriously watch that. I would back that. Yeah. It's based on a book, I think, and um, he actually is trying to get it. I don't know if, he, if how it's going, but he's trying to get that made in a movie. Like, that whole story you're just saying, plus with the Nintendo as well, like that whole war, that Sega-Nintendo war, but specifically with Sega. Yeah, yeah that'd be So good. you've got um, Al Nielsen in the meantime 
coming up with um, uh, he came up with uh, Genesis does what Nintendo don't in that marketing campaign, which absolutely killed it in America. Um, <laughs> Did we get that in Australia? That one? I don't no, remember that one. No, we had Nick? Joe, Joe, um, Joe Mega, and Nick he came up with blast processing. Yeah, they, they, the, the, the Australian ad was really good, actually. Um, the, the launch commercial for the uh, Mega Drive in Australia, I really love that commercial. That's where the mad scientist comes up, at last, and he holds up the Mega Drive, and then it shows a whole stack of launch Mega Drive games for the Australian market. Nice. And um, I really I guess did... Australians don't like the attitude of, like, you know, you know really... Up noting yourself, I guess Australians aren't really like that. Maybe that's why they didn't use that marketing here. No, they were yeah. more sort of going for this is the biggest thing that you need. This is the most powerful machine that you can get at the moment. They were going for that angle, um, and they were just going over the fun aspect of it as well. The fact that it was a fun machine to make. It would be really good. I used to be on um, big talking terms with the marketing uh, manager of Sega Aussie Software, uh, Steve Hall. And um, it'll be really good to see if he's out there and get him on that um, podcast. But I, yeah. I've just lost, I've lost touch with him over the years. I mean, you got to remember it was 1991 when I used to be last speaking with this guy. So that's a lot of that's, that's a, a lot, lot of while ago. That's yeah, when Cameron was born. That's when Cameron podcast. was born. That's when I was born. He's been growing his hair since then. Look at it. <laughs> <laughs> he hasn't had a haircut. <laughs> But, um, so Al, Al Nielsen, he came up with uh, Genesis does what Nintendo don't. He also came up with the, the Sonic Tuesday concept to have a worldwide release uh, wow. for Sonic 2. Um, and he's, he's basically, uh, he was working for Sega when Sega were at their top of their game. So it'll yeah. be just good so to see his con- uh, background. I've got to come up with some really good questions between now and then to try and milk that uh, podcast for all its work. Yeah, I'll pass them on to you. My personal views and questions as well. Yeah. <laughs> Why didn't you work for Nintendo? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I can now. <laughs> all right, well, I think that will wrap it up. Uh, a big thanks to everyone here for joining me. This has been a really cool little chat. Uh, please subscribe to my channel. Um, I do these podcasts once a month and a whole heap of other random in the train and so in the meantime my name has been brian and i've been gaming since spaces thanks guys bye 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 since spaces